to the Ove Torah, slash Magen Avraham, slash Haralabanon, Daf Yom Today's year is Daf Ayin Bet. We will begin on Daf Ayin Aleph Amur Bet at Mishnah. Today's Daf is available. Kindly contact the board of Magen Avraham if you would like to sponsor today's Daf. We begin. Guy who makes a nidr with his wife, that his wife is not allowed to go to her dad's house. If you live in the same city as your father-in-law, you have up to one month, and you can keep it and try to see what happens. If it's two, you'll see, you take it you have to kick her out and give her a ketubah because she can't handle that. If she's in another city, if it's one holiday, meaning up to the first holiday, you can keep her. If it's three holidays, you have to kick her out and give her a ketubah. Next case. A person is Madira's wife, that she shouldn't go to the Beit Avel to go, or the Beit Avel, she can't go to a party or she can't go to Beit Avel. You'll see if you take Kitubah, you have to kick her out and give her the Kitubah. Because he's locking a door in front of her and she can't handle that. Why not? If he doesn't let it go because he's, she, he's worried about something else. Something else means he's worried about things that are improper there. That's why then he could do it. If he tells her, if you, if you, on, on condition that you tell so and so what you told me, or what I told you, or if she's filling up and pouring out. The ashpa to the garbage, you'll see. We take Then she has to kick her out. What those things are, the Gemara will explain. Says the Gemara, Hagufa Kasha. This itself is an inherent contradiction. When it comes to not going to your father's house when you're in another city, so we said, If it's one holiday, then. You could leave her. Shnaim, if it's two holidays, which sounds like hashnaim, if it was two holidays, then it's fine. Then you, no, I'm sorry. If it's two holidays, you see me take you to what? Ema Sefer, what about the Sefer? It says Shlosha, when it's three holidays, you'll see me think about hashnaim sounds like two. Yikayem. So it's a contradiction of implications. When you say one is okay, it sounds like two is no good. When you say three is no good, it sounds like two is good. Make up your mind. What's the story with two? Says the Gemara, I'm Rabbi, yeah? Answer number one, Abayah's answer. Abayah says, Seifa le Kohenet Dahi. The Seifa is talking about a girl who's married to a Kohen. And therefore, since she's married to a Kohen, we give her more time and two is okay. The Reish is talking about a regular person. And it's Rebuda. Rabbi Ba'ula has no answer to number two. Rabbi Ba'ula says, Lo kasha, it's not a question. K 
כאן ברדופה, כאן שאין רדופה. One month is if she always used to go there, then she only gets one month. If she doesn't usually go there, then you get three months. That's answer number two. Now, says the Gemara, we quote a pasuk in Shir Hashim. Pasuk says, Ani Homa v'shadai ki megdalot. I am, I am a wall. My my breasts are like towers. As hayiti be'enav. Therefore, in my, the eyes of my husband. Shalom. I'm like a guy who brings shalom. What does that mean? Guy, one who brings shalom. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. I'm like a kala. That when she's in her husband's house, she's shalem. She's complete. Everyone likes her. Udufa. She's running. She wants to go and say in her father's house how. Much they like her in her father in her, in her father-in-law's house, and therefore, by we're bringing down here that you see that a, that a person one of the one of the things of of marriage is that a girl should be able to go to her parents' house and say how nice it is by her in-laws' house, and that's one of the things that we're stopping when you don't can't go to your father-in-law's house when when she can't go to her father's house. Basuk also says, "Vaya bayomahu neumadunai." In those days, says Hashem, you'll call me Ishi and you won't call me Baali. Baali, we translate as husband, but it means my master. And Ishi is my man. It's like a kala in her uh, husband's house and, she, and she's happy with him. Meaning, you'll call me like a kala in a husband's house who's comfortable in a husband's house, not like a, a, a kala who's only happy in her father's house. So, we're, we're praising the Jews that one day there'll be the optimum one, is that it, the optimum situation is a kala who's comfortable in her father in law's house, and not so much a kala who's only comfortable in her father's house. Okay? Ishi. Means it's something close to you. Ishi is my husband, is my 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 man. Whereas Baala is my my Baal, my master. They'll call me my man and not my master. So it means she's close with her husband. She's calling my man and not my master. Okay. Hamadir We said in the Mishnah, if a person tells her that she can't go to Beit then she gets kicked out. I understand what's the problem if you tell her not to go to Beit Hamishdeh. You're locking the door and you're making kids. She can't be happy. But if you tell her not to go to Betabel, what's wrong? Why are you locking the door? She won't go to Betabel. She's worried that one day she's going to die. Nobody's going to eulogize her because she doesn't go to Betabel. Nobody's going to bury her because. She doesn't do any chesed with other people. No one's going to go bury her. Tanya, we learnt. Hayan mir mir. My dictive told the lechad bet evil, but lechad bet mishter. What? What is this that it says in Kohelet? It's better to go to a house of mourning than a house of party. Because that's the end of every person. And the live man, he ten lebo, will put on his mind this thing. My vachai ten. What does it mean? The, the live person will put on his mind. You think 
words of Mita. The Shapad is Padena. If you eulogize other people, they will eulogize you. The Kabod, if you bury other people, you put in, they're going to bury you. The Yidal, if you raise your voice in crying for other people, they'll raise their voice of anger on you. The if you go, if you escort people, they'll escort you. The Ta'an, if you carry the, the coffin of others, they'll carry your coffin as well. We said in the Mishnah that if you tell them not to go to these parties because of something else, she's allowed. My Dabar, what does it mean something else? Because if there are people who are immoral, who are there, and you tell them not to go, that's okay. That's only if we know for a fact that they're there. But if we don't know for sure that these people are there, then we don't just trust him and say, oh, that's why he did it. Rather, he has to kick her out and give her ketubah. And if he tells her on condition that we send the Mishnah, that if you tell her on condition that you tell so-and-so what I told you, what you told me, then you have to kick her out. Vitema, the Lord says, why didn't she just say it? Whatever he told her to say, he, 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 he's her husband, he's telling her to say it, let her say it. These are things that are embarrassing. And therefore, since it's embarrassing, that's why she doesn't have to say it. Now, what does this mean, embarrassing things? There's two pshatim. One pshat is he told her to, um, to yell at him or curse the person. And therefore, she doesn't have to listen because she's going to have a bad name if she yells at people. Uh, the Rambam explains that it means that uh, to, to tell somebody else private things that they have they were talking about between him and his, his wife when they're having relations, go tell those things to other people. That would be improper. That's how the Ramam understands this Gemara. Okay? Or, Here's another case. If she's filling up and pouring out to the to the to the garbage, or says, Tevad, let her do it. Why do we say that she can't? She has to get a ketubah. Let her fill up the water and pour it in the garbage. What does she care? It doesn't mean that she's actually according to Shmuel. Shmuel understands this is a nice way of talking. When we say she's filling up and pouring out, it's not referring to water. At the well, it's referring to having relations, which means that after we have relations, he's telling you to get up and wash it out. This way, you don't get pregnant. And that's why she's saying no. She's allowed to get a ketubah because she 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 has the right to want kids. And if this is going to stop her from having kids, she can protest and say, I I, I need kids. I need someone to bury me when I pass away. I need some someone to take care of me. That's Shmuel's explanation of what this means. In the Brighter, they explained it differently. It means that he told her, go fill up 10 buckets of water and pour them in the Shmuel. I understand, according to Shmuel, why you have to do it. Kick her out. That's why you give her and give her But the Matita, according to the Brighter, might not have What does she care? Let her pour out 10, 10 things of water. Who cares? She looks like a fool, and she doesn't want to look like a fool. 
And you can't make her look like a fool. Amar of Kana. Hamadir person who tells his wife that she can't borrow from others. She can't lend to others. Either nafa or, or kavra, a type of sifter or sieve. Or a grinder or an oven. You have to give her a ketubah. Why? Because she ends up with a bad name. People come to borrow. She always says no. She feels bad. And she has the right to demand a ketubah. Tanya and Amechbe have right like this as well. If she says don't lend and don't borrow, all those things. Also, she makes a nitin. She's not going to weave nice clothes for her kids. She goes because people have a bad name in your neighborhood. Okay. You with us uh, so far, Shimshin? Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Says the new Mishnah, The following people have to get kicked out without a ketubah. Anyone who breaks the laws of Moshe Rabbeinu, the Yudit, or the laws of Yudit, which is the Minhagim of Kalisel, even though they're not in the Torah. What's that Moshe? Machilot Shein Musar. If she feeds her husband something that she didn't take Maaser from, or she lets him sleep with her when she's in Nida, or she doesn't take Chala off his bread, or she makes a Neder, she doesn't keep it. She's automatic kick-out. If she goes out with her hair uncovered, or she spins in public, and she's showing her uh, her shoulders or her arms to others. What do we call them? Well, she she's yapping with people. Also, one who curses if she curses his father in front of him. Even a loud one. We'll see what that means soon. If she's talking in her house and her, 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 her neighbors hear we'll see what this means. Here it means, the, the simple shot is that she's fighting with her husbands about tashmish, about intimate things, and, uh, and the neighbors hear Okay. So these are the things that she gets, gets kicked out for. What does it mean she feeds him something that's not Musar? What's the case? If the guy knew it wasn't Musar, if she shouldn't need it. If he doesn't know, how does he know now? She told him, so-and-so, who is a Kohen, uh, fixed up this pile of fruit for me, she tells him. She lies to him and she says, so-and-so who's a good guy, fix me the kitty. Vazil, he goes, and he asks the guy. It turns out she was lying. That's the case. 
the case was that she went to her husband and said, come, have, a, have an apple. And he says, did you take Maaser? And she says, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Rabbi so-and-so took care of me. He goes to the rabbi, the rabbi says, what are you talking about? Okay. What's the case that she slept with Nida? Same question. If he knows that she's Nida, he shouldn't sleep with her. If he knows, no, I said, rely on her that she's not Nida. How do we know that Nida, she can count on her own, right? And the husband can rely on her counting without counting with her. It says, she counts for herself. Therefore, we can believe her. So why wouldn't we believe her? In what case wouldn't we believe her? Because she says, and so and so the rabbi allowed the blood for me. She was lying. She was known to be. The second answer is, and if her neighbors knew that she was in Ida, that's the case. As we see, that in that case, if the husband knew about it, then he could get Malkut for sleeping with her. According to Rabbi Huda. So therefore, according to Behuda, you could say, this case also is that he didn't know, and he found out afterwards that the neighbors all knew that she was Nida. Okay? And it says, if you don't separate Hala for her, right? If she doesn't separate Hala for him, she has the right to get kicked out. Welcome, Abadja. Hey, Chidami, what's the case? If she knew she should separate. If she says, so and so the kneader fixed the, the, the dough for me, and he asked the guy, and the guy says, no, that's what we're talking about. And we said, if she, if she makes a net, then she doesn't keep it. If a person has a sin of making the darim, Banim metim. Thank you so much. Banim metim, the children die. Okay? Shemarat says, Don't let your mouth give trouble to your kids, to your flesh, meaning your kids. You learn from here. So the reason why the husband has the right to get upset at her and kick her out if she doesn't keep her promises is because he doesn't want his kids dying. Because the person's handiwork is his kids. Says, no, a different thing. He says, it says, for nothing you hit your kids. Meaning, if you make Nidalim, you don't keep it, we hit your kids. That's another proof to the idea that Nidalim makes kids die. Tanya went to the Brighton. If you know about your wife that she makes nether, she doesn't keep him. Go back and make a nether on her. How's that going to fix her? Make her upset. In order that she makes a nether in front of you, and you knock it off. And by knocking off her nether in front of you, And he knocks it off. This way, she knows that when she knows that he's knocking off her stuff, she's not going to really redo it again. Okay? 
I guess, yeah. Oh, she knows it's not, it's, it's futile, it's not going to work. Okay, let's see. Tanya went to the bright. Hayyarov Yudah Omer, Kol Yudah Beishtoshi Eno Kotzah Chala. If you know about your wife that she doesn't separate Chala, and so be enforced Chaleya, you could separate after her every time she doesn't just separate Chala. Amalo En Adam Dar Im Nachash Bechavah. Person can't live with a snake in the same basket because if she's not being careful, that means the guy can't live in a case where he can't he can't let his wife cook. It's too dangerous to live like that. It's too hard. According to the one who understands that you can't live with her, definitely you can't live. If, you, if you're talking about chala, definitely But If you learn about nedarim, but with the case of chala, sometimes it happens. He might eat it. So, in other words, This thing that Rameer says that you could just fix it by either uh, making her make a nether in front of you or by always separating it. Rameer, if, if you learn that Rameer said it by the Nidarim, you might say by Nidarim he could do it. But by, by Chala, it's much harder because you have to be there all the time. Because by Nidarim, it's, it's a one-time fix. You're going to get her to make a nether, you knock it off, it's a one-time fix. Whereas chala is a constant fix. You have to always try to do it, catch the... Yeah. Even though, yeah, it takes... Even though, yeah, it takes longer to make a dough than it does to make it, to say something. Right? So you might think, but still, it's something you have to always be on, on guard for. The other thing is a one-time thing. And therefore, if I say this, you don't know that. Ve'ezu dat yudit. What's called that you did? If she goes out with her hair uncovered, how could she go? What do you mean goes out with hair uncovered? That's not that you did. That's deoraita. In other words, we're asking now, why, of course she has to get, a, she get kicked out. But why do you put in this category? She'll be in another category. We learned that girls should not go out with uncovered heads from the sota. Mara says, no. Deoraita kalta. Deoraita, it's okay if she goes out with a double basket. A double basket means it's a woven basket which you put your hair into the bottom of the basket and the top of the basket you put stuff in. Okay? That you did, afilu kalta nami asur. Even that double basket is also asur. Kalta is not uncovered. Haver zera zera explained. If you're wearing a bashuk, we said that's a sukkah, that you did. Talking about in the courtyard. Now, what does courtyard mean is a big, big machloket. What does it mean that in the courtyard is a sukkah? Um. Give me a second. It seems like a court, the courtyard is mutar. We're saying the courtyard, she's allowed to walk out with your head uh, in, 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 in this basket. So what does it mean? What's the courtyard? What's the difference? Let's finish. Hold on a second. 
ואלה בחצר, אם כן לא הנחת בת לאברהם אבינו שיושבת תחת בעלה, then every single girl will get kicked out, because everyone goes out like that. Most, most ladies go in the chatzer without a hair covering at all. With nothing on, it seems like. Amar Abayi, we came over Kahana, mechatzer lechatzer derech mavui. We're talking about a girl who goes from one chatzer to another chatzer through the mavui. Now, in a regular chatzer, you usually have a couple of families. It sounds over here, if you read the Gemara straight, it sounds like a woman is allowed to go in her own chatzer with her hair uncovered. Does that mean even when other people are there? The, the, the Gemara doesn't differentiate the people are there. People, some people want to claim that a lady who's in her house doesn't have to cover her But if someone's there, then she has to cover it? So why does it say Bechatzer? Just say in front of people. Why are they talking about the Chatzer? Mike Abraham learns like that. He says that in the Chatzesh, he's allowed to walk out with a good rosh. Wow. But he said, according to the Zohar, you should be machmir not to do so. And he said, not to see any hairs. Protect the king of her house, you can wear it. Mike Abraham is Ashkenaz? Mike Abraham is Ashkenaz, yeah. He quotes the Chatzesh Sofer that says that the minhag is nowadays that you machmir, that you don't do in the Chatzesh, and therefore the minhag nowadays is that it's Asur. Either way, it's definitely much more lenient in the house. Okay? Says the Shuk. She could do, what if she spins thread in the Shuk? Because she's showing her arms to people. We're talking about when she's spinning, and she lets the the, the let lets the, the the string go opposite her private parts, right? And by doing that, she's calling causing attention to herself, and that's a problem. We said she talks to everyone. It's talking about a case where she's. Joking with uh, unmarried men. So, talking about a girl who's joking around and making jokes with unmarried men. What's, what does it mean, joking around with unmarried men? Okay, I mean, some say she means she has to do both, talk to all people, and joke around. Anyway, I'm a rabbi Barakhan, here's the story. Zimnechada, one time, have a kazina batreda of Ukva. I was going behind her of Ukva. 
Chaziti, I saw lahi Arabiyatu, an Arab lady, Taviyatva, she was sitting, Vikat Shadya Pilchaya, she was she was spinning. Virad Kineger Panya, and it went opposite her it went opposite her private parts. Came with the Chazitin, since she saw me, Pasikhtila Palcha, she took her uh, spinning thing, Vishadita, and she threw it in front of him. She told me, Ulam, boy, Havli Plach, bring me that, bring me my, bring me my Palach. She threw it on purpose in front of him, and she told him, bring it to me. She wanted to start schmoozing with him. Okay? said about the story about Rabbi, was the guy, the rabbi, who Rabbi Barachana was a bachar, and he was walking in front of him. Rabbi said, Milta, this is something. My Amaba, what does he mean that's something? Ravina Amar, Tavebashuk, look, see this lady is a problem because he was saying this is something that a, a Jewish girl could get divorced for. Either because she's spinning she's spinning in public, or Amaba Rabban Rabban said Ami, because she's trying to yap with people. Amaba, that's what he was referring to, because she's trying to bring him in conversation. Interesting, even though she didn't do even though he didn't accept it, even though he didn't do anything, it's still she's still a problem. The fact that she's trying to get him into conversation. Also, if he if if she curses his um, his source in front of him. It's talking about if you curse the his father in front of his kids. The Siman to remember this is that Ephraim and Asher like Ruven and Shimon. Yaakov says Ephraim and Asher, right, will be like Ruven and Shimon, which means I treat your kids like my kids. I treat your kids like my kids. So she has to treat his kids like her kids. The same way. Oh, 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 like the yeah. Yes. I hope a lion eats your grandfather. She says that in front of her, in front of his children. Also, she's loud. If the husband's talking to her about having relations, she fights with him and, and she talks loud with the neighbors and he gets embarrassed. Okay? Good. If a woman has relations and you hear her voice from the relations, because it's hard for her to have relations and she yells while she's having relations, Therefore, it's embarrassing to him, and therefore she gets kicked out. So why don't we count that as a moon? It's like a moon, right? We go back for the first. That's not the pshat. The pshat is like the first case if she talks about it. Okay, says the Mishnah. Yeah, I mean, not if she's yelling. If she's yelling during tashmish because it hurts her, that's not her talking. That's not. She's not a talking lady. She's got a, a defect. So we should list it among the defects. We should list it over here. 
If a guy marries a woman on a condition she has no nedarim, it turns out she has nedarim, and on a condition she's not married. Kinsasam, she married plain, so all the she finds nedarim. Tetzishlom ketubah. Okay, but she, but she, but she, in the first case, when you marry on condition, so there, She's not married at all. In the second case, she's married, but she, she he has the right to kick her out. Now, next, I'm not she in by It's on condition that you don't have any blemishes. The two women, she turns that she has blemishes, and she's not married at all. If you married a plane, then she does need a get. So, again, if you made a condition with Amumin, no get. No condition, you have the right to divorce, but you need a get. What what mumim are pasul? Call mumim pasul b'kohanim, pasul b'nashim. Any mum that makes a kohen pasul makes a woman pasul. Okay. Says the Gemara, "Tana nami gabe kedushin ki agavna." We already have the same mishnah in Masechet Kedushin. What's the point of having the same mishnah twice? If you look in Masechet Kedushin. You find the same thing in Aish Mekadosh. Tana Kedushin at the Kedubot. We mention Kedushin because of Kedubot. Hatam Kedushin Tzvichle. Over there, we're teaching you about Kedushin, and here Tana Kedubot at the Kedushin. I'm a biyochum shemur shemur zeltak. Be'elu nedarim amru. Which nedarim are we talking about that you get kicked out for? One example is she won't eat meat. She won't drink wine. She won't wear covered clothes. Right? Things that cause her pain. Same things. Papa was learning about this. Hi. Which one's talking about? If it's talking about the Reisha, which means where it says that if you marry a girl on condition that she has no nedarim, and on that we said that it's talking about these nedarim, came to look kapid, a few called milinami, which means since he cares, why does it have to be these things? In other words, you're telling me this list of things. There has to be things that has to be something that is causing her pain. Now. If it's talking about the case of the Mishnah where the guy made a condition, a marrying on condition that you don't have in the Darim, and it, why is it only these? Even if it's other things, it should be a problem. If the guy is Makbid, the guy is Makbid, he made a condition, makes a condition, right? Ela, a Sefer, must be talking about the Sefer where you married a Stam and you found the Darim, it has to be those type of things. So according to Rapapa, he says it's got to be talking about the Sefer. When we said this list of things with the, with the meat and the clothes, it's got to be talking about the Sefer. That's according to Rapapa. Really, it's talking about the ratio when you married a plane. Things that people are normally makbid have a greater greater. That's called a greater. People and things that people are not makbid on, then, then we don't care about his greater, even though he has it.
even though she has it, it wouldn't make it asur. Therefore, he says, even talk about the first case. Itmar, we learned. Kiddusha, Kiddusha, if you married her on condition that she has no name, the Kinsastam, but then when you when you did Kiddushin, you made a condition. When you married her in the Sween, you didn't make a condition. Rav says, Shechaim, you need to get. Okay? So that means that the Tanai didn't work, because you should, otherwise you wouldn't need to get. Shmuel says, you don't need to get. Okay? Amar Abaye, Abaye says, what? Right. Okay, so, yeah, so according to Rav, you need to get. Amar Abaye, Abaye explains, don't say the reason Rav don't say the reason why Rav says that is because you, you, what you just said, because you, you didn't say it when you married her. Why? And therefore, since he didn't say it, therefore he's forgiving his original thing. Rather, you know the reason why Rav says that? Because once the guy has relations, he doesn't want to make his bi'ila into zinut. And therefore we assume that he must have changed his mind. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.